0: Good evening Trinity Femme, I do trust that you're keeping warm in this cold weather. Pray that the Lord watch over you and keep you safe. We're sharing together this evening a message from the book of Acts, that first chapter again. This time we're just reading verses 1, sorry, verses 3 through 2, 7. Acts 1, 3. He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs appearing to them during the 40 days and speaking to them about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me, For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to our hearing in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. This evening, I just want to share something that always catches me and I never really get used to it because I can't help wondering. Sometimes we can have A one-track mind you know it doesn't matter what is pushed down to us or how many times we are shown an opposite direction once we hold on to an idea then that becomes it we find that after the resurrection of Jesus he had been teaching and the bible said what he had been talking to them about is the kingdom of heaven and this he had done for 40 days which was not the first time because he had done it while he was alive that was the crux of his teaching and now when he talks about the promises from the Father and waiting upon them, what they ask is, Lord, is this the time you are going to restore the kingdom of Israel? From the time that they were young, as young lads, young Jewish lads, all they heard was about kings like King David, who was valiant, a man of valor and a man after God's own heart. They heard the stories recited of the glory days of Israel under the leadership of King Solomon, and the Bible says that he made silver look like stone. It was, Israel was so prosperous at the time. They hear these wonderful stories about King Oseah who restored Israel. They hear about people like Samson who had all this power and Israel was strong. Israel was a force to be reckoned with. And through their growth, they are taught about how special they are for they are a chosen nation, one chosen by God. So they wish to be able to see these glory days. They wish to be able to see a temple The one that they have now is magnificent. Yes, it's beautiful, but they keep being reminded that however good or beautiful or magnificent or majestic this may be, it doesn't compare to the one that was built by Solomon. So they wish for that. And the coming of Jesus or the coming of the Messiah was supposed to be the restoration of Israel. Now, when that has been drummed into our hearts, something has been drummed into our hearts since we were young, even if sometimes we see the evidence of the wrongness or something that we have done, that we know, or we are taught of the limitations of that which we have been taught, it is difficult to let go. It is difficult. To move, there are things we want to preserve our history, our legacy, and sometimes that takes up most of who we are, so that even when God speaks we do not hear him. We do not hear him unless he speaks of that which we know, or unless he speaks in a way that we know. Just see the difference between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Israel. But the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Israel They did not really see much of a difference because Israel had been um, a theocratic state, a state ruled by God, a people whose governance is from and by God. So for them there wasn't much of a difference between the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of God. They did not even get the sense That Jesus was bringing something greater than Israel. Something bigger, something massive. That is why on the road to Emmaus, you find the two men who are speaking to Jesus, not knowing it's him, says, we had hoped he would come and change things, he would restore Israel. I pray, Heavenly Father, the Heavenly Father, and I pray that we check ourselves even as we are waiting. Know that our waiting is in God, and in God, things are not only the way that we know them, the way that we have been taught, how we grew up. Some of the things have to change. Some of the things will change. That is part of the reason why the Holy Spirit came because the Holy Spirit came to be able to overpower a mind that is Stuck on limitation to be able to make it see beyond. That is why the Holy Spirit lives in us. The Holy Spirit has room in us. It allows us to see and grow beyond that which we know. A kingdom of Israel is not necessarily a kingdom that we will have the privileges that we have. If you have privileges, it will not be the one that you are suffering where you're suffering. If you are suffering the kingdom of God, we look at from different angles. For those who are struggling, the kingdom of God is a welcome release. For those who are in privilege, the kingdom of God only makes sense if privilege is retained. So we find ourselves letting our minds and our knowledge guide us. But what we are waiting for is for the work of God. And when God is going to make us again, remake so to say, and that is being born again. When we wait in the Lord, we wait in preparation. We wait in readiness, and it's submission for whatever God is bringing our way, whichever God wants us wants to shape us. Because whatever God does, we know is good. From Genesis, we have learned that everything that God does is good. Everything that God does is for our good. Everything that God does is for his glory. And that is what we have to think about. That is where we have to shape our minds to. We are not going to go. If if it was simply a restoring of the kingdom of Israel, one man could have done that and it would have been over. There would not even have been a need for Jesus to die. He could just have come and kicked Rome out and kicked Herod out and restored people from the lineage of David. In fact, even placed himself there because he would have been justified and qualified to sit there. But he's taking us to some bigger heights. the Spirit comes to connect us with the Father. If we are going to be connected with the Father, we're going to be connected with the Son, and we're going to be one with them, part of this Trinity. We can't be the same. Some things have to go. And we have to be prepared to let them go. Otherwise, we will be in the presence of greatness and still miss an opportunity to life. Still miss the Jewish nation are a chosen nation. We will never be able to take that away from them. They are a chosen nation. And the first Christian church was made of Jewish people. And only later did the other nations join. But still, many of them do not understand what Christ is and who Christ is because of what they are holding on to. Some of us have grown up in church and do still come to church. But we miss what God is doing because we are set in our ways. We are set in what we want, in how we want things to be done, in what we believe things, in what form we believe things need to take shape. Allow God to be God. And may we submit in our waiting to his glorification, to our transfiguration, transportation, our remaking. A new person who will know the laws of God by heart would not need to be taught. And that is because the Spirit will be living in us. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, so often we are blinded and bounded by our imaginations. We cannot see what you see. And sometimes we believe that being in your presence, we can still come with our own agendas. Heavenly Father, tonight, we wish to surrender our agendas to a greater agenda, to an agenda of life, an agenda of revelation, agenda of liberation, an agenda of newness, a baptism that cleanses us from that which we know, a fire that will burn and purify us to bring out the gold quality and silver that is in us, to make us into what we were meant to be. And all the chaff of what we know and what we think and how we measure be washed away help us lord to rely more on you to trust more in you this we pray in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ the ones who came so that we may have life and have it in abundance amen beloved in the lord have a good night may the lord watch over you and keep you in perfect peace Amen.